everyone, welcome to Console Consultants. This is the first episode ever. Um, honestly, we really don't have a plan. Uh, we're kind of just ringing it, and obviously, maybe things would change as we go on. But we really just wanted to make this podcast to kind of, I guess, voice our opinion on, you know, video games that either just released, past video games, or video games that are coming out. Because um, obviously video games are a big topic, and everyone has their views. Um, so I'm Tyler. I'm the host. That's where you introduce yourself, also, Julia. Oh, yeah. I was literally speaking, and you interrupted me. <laughs> this is going to be a fun podcast. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm Julia, and I am the co-host. <laughs> and... Yeah, so like I said, we're basically going to be talking just about video games, voicing our opinions. Obviously, if people actually listen to this, you know, if you disagree with something that we say, you can comment on, like, our YouTube or, you know, maybe we'll have, or, or like, add us on our Twitter page and stuff like that. And we'll, like, either respond and respond to our stuff, to, to that kind of stuff on the following episode. I think that would be kind of interesting. Um, to start off, this is, you know, first day we're doing this, and uh, Outriders actually just came out. So we might as well talk about that right away, like right off the bat. And um, with me personally, I'm loving the game. Obviously, just like every game nowadays, obviously with a big game like this, it's just so, for some reason, they always have issues, bugs or crashes or the servers can't handle the amount of players um but besides that it's the first game in a while where me personally i kind of have been like in this video game drought where i've had i haven't had something to like think about while during my day at work or something like that where i'm excited to come home and play a game so it's the first time in a while where I'm kind of excited to do that with Outriders because I just, I don't know, it feels like Gears of War. It has like a little Destiny in it and it, and it actually has a kind of interesting uh, story. Uh, Julie, what do you think? Hey, I've only seen like, um, I watched a trailer of it, I would say maybe about an hour ago. And I had heard about it coming out and whatnot. And, and I didn't know much of anything about it prior to literally like an hour ago. And watching it uh when i watched it it gave me mad destiny vibes like i just felt like i was watching a destiny in like a different way like i could clearly see there was like a mage class there was like something of like a hunter class and kind of like a titan class which is what destiny is and i don't know it just gave me really big destiny vibes i haven't personally played gears of war or any of that but <clears throat> that game is necessarily about but um i don't know it just gave me it gave me mad destiny vibes and i was unsure of whether or not i want to buy it or play it i have i don't know so i'll have to look into it more on uh, youtube and watch some playthroughs i like i said it it is, it is definitely it does feel like destiny but it's better because one your your character has actually like it speaks so you know when the main character has you know you know, emotion, and it brings you into the story, obviously that's cool, but I mean, at the same time, I feel like it's more fun than Destiny in a lot of ways. Um, there's also four different classes, <coughs> um, 
And they are a lot different, actually, than, you know, Destiny. And in, in, in this game, you really have to, like... And, okay, in this game, for example, like, there's this thing called... I think it's called Trickster? I'm not really sure. I'm probably saying that wrong. But um, where you teleport, a lot of it is, you know, close range damage. And, like, classes kind of, like are different throughout the like campaign so like with trickster it's really really good in the beginning but as you get you know as you get stronger the enemies also get stronger so then that class kind of becomes really weak and frail when you're playing by yourself so in a sense it's a lot different than destiny i think people should give it a try um but yeah uh, i don't know it's really all i have to say about that I don't know. It looked it looked interesting to me. It looked like a game that I would definitely give a shot uh, with. It looks like you can like customize your character and stuff, and I like character customization uh, parts of video games. I think it's really fun to customize your character, which it looks like a game that you could do that in. So, yeah. Moving on, yeah. though. We could both agree on this topic, because I know later <laughs> on we're going to be talking about the new Pokemon games, but this topic... Call of Duty supposedly is going to a World War II again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Vanguard, I believe, is the, the title of the next one. World War II Vanguard is, like, that's the rumor, anyway. I don't know if it's... Yeah, it's not, it's not confirmed, right? But I'm yeah. so sick of World War, like, with yeah. games like that. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't work with Call of Duty anymore. It just it doesn't. World of... The, the previous one, World at War, the, f the first World War, it wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm forgetting the name of the studio. Oh, Sledgehammer. It was Sledgehammer Games that created uh, World War II, I believe. And I don't know. That was a game that I didn't think had, a, like, a lot of people didn't really, I don't know. A lot of people weren't really much interested in the game from what I've heard and seen. And I don't know, personally, I'm a huge fan of the futuristic Call of Duty, like Black Ops 3, amazing game. I absolutely love Black Ops 3. I love Black Ops 3, too. That yeah. Cold War, Black Ops Cold War, is the first Call of Duty game since Black Ops 3 that I actually bought and was interested in, and I like playing. It's the first one since Black Ops 3. I didn't like Black Ops 4, I didn't like older games after that, after Black Ops 3, besides this one. I think... Uh, they did a good job with Cold War. Um, I know this isn't about, like, necessarily what I was talking about, but, I mean, Cold War, this Call of Duty is definitely, like, a win. Like, I like it. It's definitely one in my books that, you know, me and my friends were always, like, you know, be happy playing. But, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be like that. I already don't plan to buy the new Call of Duty if it's in War, at War, if it's World War Two, if it's that, if that's what it is. Um, I'm not gonna buy it. But. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like, I I bought World War II just to give it a shot, and I don't know. I I didn't like it at all. I didn't like the system. I didn't like the movement. I just didn't like how it felt playing the game, and uh, I just decided to not buy even Modern Warfare. Like the studio Sledgehammer, which I think is the one that has made uh, Modern Warfare and World War II. Um, I'm not sure though. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. It's just the feel of those games I didn't like. I like the Activision Treyarch ones, that, which is Black Ops 3, 
uh, Black I think they're the only company. Cold War. Are. Yeah, I think they're the only company that could really pull off a COD. Yeah, I don't know. I um, mean, a lot of it's a really unpopular opinion that you like that you really like Cold War because a lot of people think it's very dry. Really? Um, when it comes to multiplayer content, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is then, but I don't know. I'm also really not a big Call of Duty guy. Like, uh, that's not a game that I always look forward to. There's so many other games, um, uh, like <clears throat> Pokemon. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm so excited. First of all, people, if you guys, if we actually have people listening to this, Gen <laughs> Four is my favorite gen. I don't care what anyone says. The three starters, Pip Up, Tartarig, and Chimchar, always like since like they're the only ones besides Gen One where I have trouble choosing which one do I want to start with. And this is the first Pokemon game in a while where I plan to buy both Diamond and Pearl at the same time in the bundle that they always do. Just because it was like my first game on the DS. It's bringing back my childhood. And I love it. Um, obviously, the reason why I'm bringing this up... Well, first, our podcast has just started, so I know it's kind of old news. But it's still a big thing where people do not like the art style. And Julia being one of them. Yeah, I'm really not a big fan of because they have this. Um, there's like a tendency that you know Nintendo and uh, not Nintendo. Uh, shoot, can you do you remember the name of the director for Pokemon? The it's a name I can't say, but moving on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he. Uh, they just have this consistency of making these remakes of games in the art style of the new generation. Like, everyone was expecting uh, the Gen 4 remakes to look like Sword and Shield's art style, but, you know, obviously, like, redone and um, worked upon a little bit so it's not as, like, clunky, because Sword and Shield did have some issues with its animation. But overall, I think it looked really great, and I really liked that play style of Sword and Shield. So I was really looking forward to it looking just like that. Um, a little bit better than that, but yeah, just like that, essentially. And but you and also it, you have to realize, um, that that director he's not working on this game. It's another uh, company that's affiliated affiliated with Game Freak that's working with Diamond. Yeah, it was the people who created Pokemon Home. I know, but they yeah. also had Masuda, I believe, is the name. They also had Masuda helping out with that as well. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said. It kind of gives me, like, Let's Go vibes. And I wow. love the graphics for Let's Go. I think they're beautiful. And I was a big fan of the Let's Go games. I played that, I, you know, I've grinded for shiny Pokemon. I mean, yeah, I wish there was more to kind of... more. Actually, there's a lot of post-game content, so I can't... I just didn't do it. But, like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I love the Let's Go games. I wouldn't... I think eventually we'll get another Let's Go type of Pokemon game. But I really like the art style. I think it's, I don't know, I just think it's beautiful. Um, I could see why people like you are upset with it. I can understand. But I don't know. I, I'm a fan. I, and, and I might even be biased because what you just said, like, um, I, I had issues. Like, I mean, I still bought it, but I thought what they did with Pokemon Sword and Shield was very 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 like messed up like making the, that DLC content should have been included in the base game the whole not all the Pokemon are in but then 
let me add them with the DLC type of stuff. Even though you don't need to pay for the DLC to get these Pokemon, you need to pay in order to catch them yourself. I thought that was all kind of BS garbage that I hated. And um, I was really upset that they were doing something like that with Pokemon. It makes it like a pay to win. Um, but it's not really because they do have that thing where you can trade uh, to get these Pokemon. But, uh, like, if you're into competitive Pokemon, uh, there are some Pokemon that will have advantages and whatnot, so that's why it could be, like, a pay-to-win, because you have to pay $30 for that DLC content. But I also really do like the, deal the, like, the idea of having a DLC instead of making us buy a completely separate game that is essentially the same game. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know how they did with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? Yeah, that was garbage. Yeah, that was absolute. I hate it. And Black, Black version 2 and version 2? Like, okay. I, no, yeah, you're going to get us a lot of hate for that. No, 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 no. Black, no, white, I, I didn't like it. That's my opinion. <laughs> no, Black, I, I didn't like it at first, too, but I opened my mind to it. But they're not the same. They, they, they follow a story. It's like the first Pokemon games where there's an actual, like, a good story to like i don't know they're a big fan um, yeah it, i thought it was just pretty lengthy it was like overly lengthy for a pokemon game it just was really long like the black and white games just too like, complicated uh, i wouldn't know i don't know if complicated is the right word for that but i i'm a fan of fifth gen now i used to be a fifth gen hater i'm not anymore there's a lot of good pokemon in fifth gen um i'm excited and i'm really excited for the arc the, the rcs game i think that's gonna be amazing it's a game that, yeah it's a game that people always wanted with when it came to Pokemon. So Yeah, an open world. Yeah. Um Also, you know what's sad? I don't this doesn't tell me how long we've been going. I, I get, next time I'm gonna have the time. Yeah, we started at like uh nine, like twenty, uh around but that time. So. If if you guys are actually listening to this, if there's anyone <laughs> out there, um you know, comment what you think about these topics. Seriously. We'll get back to you, we'll reply in the next episode. Um, this is just something, like I said, that we're doing for fun because we always have opinions and stuff. Um, we're gonna probably keep this one, this episode rather short, short. But I do have a few more topics I want to get into. Um, like for example, uh, Marvel Avengers, probably the biggest flop of last year of a game that was released. Um, yeah, it was not. You know, it didn't last long. A lot of the players left, um, and that's mainly because, like every live-action game, it happened with Destiny at first. Um, you know, it's the same thing. The grind is constantly the same thing over and over again once you beat the campaign. Um, there's not a lot of stuff. Um, and then uh, people were complaining about, like, uh, Katie... Bishop and Hawkeye being the first two characters that were added where I could see the issue with that but at the same time it's like one they were going to release Black Panther first but then when Chad you know passed away sadly um they pushed that back which I really respect them for that actually um I didn't personally know about that I don't have Marvel's Avengers but I did keep up with it uh, for a little bit there and I did watch um some of the uh campaign like clips online on YouTube and playthroughs um because it did interest me but it I don't know there was something about the game that didn't 
make me want to buy it enough. It was just something about it. I, I, I don't even, I couldn't even put a finger on it, but it, I, I didn't think of it really as like a flop though. Like I know people are still talking about it and they're still updating the game. Um, yeah, they're changing it. And, and, and yeah. um, honestly, part of it is a, with contract. Like they're kind of forced to, I feel like if they didn't have a contract, they probably would just scratch it. But I'm talking really fast, sorry. But the campaign, <laughs> the story is good. Like, the, how they set up this world that they're building with these characters that we love, I I think it's very, very good. However, I think the, the issue comes with, like, the grinding aspect, you know? Like, you can't just walk away the game, or walk away from the game, come back, and then do whatever mission you want. And I think that's an issue with live-action games because they start to feel... To me, anyway, I don't know if uh, I feel like others agree with me. Um, they start to feel like a chore, you know. Like if I want, if I do everything like story wise, or you know, I, I just get bored. But like a new character comes out, I want to be able to come back and jump right in. I don't want to have to grind that character all the way up to my other characters. So I think, and there's a lot of characters to play as, and they're just gonna keep adding more. So I feel like they need to fix that. I feel like the grinding aspect in that sense needs to be changed. And I know that's sort of like the point per se, but I think that's a big reason to why games like that kind of flop because they start to feel more like a chore at some point. To me anyway. I bought, yeah. it, I bought it because it's Marvel and I'm a big Marvel guy, but that that's, you know, I don't know. That's my thought. But. Yeah, I can I can totally see that because I'm not a person who likes to grind for things either. But a lot of video gamers definitely love that grind, and that's why they video game because they want something they can grind. They don't want something that can just be done and over with really quickly. Um, but I completely understand not wanting to have to do a grind because I'm exactly like that. I am not one to like doing a grind. And that's what I was afraid of with Marvel's Avengers was having to do like a grind for each and every character. So I could see how that they could do something to where it would be like set like a base, like, you know, a base level and don't have you have to start like from like these DLC characters. You don't have to start from the bottom and work your way all the way to back where all your other characters are at. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're adding the next DLC character i believe is black panther which is going to be awesome i think that's going to bring a lot of attention back um and i think possibly the character after that which is a gets also a lot of hate is a spider-man but it's only a sony exclusive so it'll bring some players back i mean i definitely i'm going to play spider-man in that because i'm a big spider-man guy um but we'll see where that game goes obviously if we keep doing this podcast that game in particular will be a um a big thing that we come back and uh, talk about because it is one of those games that will get constantly, um, you know, new updates. So I'm excited to see where they go and I'm excited to see where, where they bring that story. Um, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, you don't really pay attention to sport games or anything like that, right? Like 2K or uh, Madden. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not a 2K fan. Early. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, I'm, I don't really like basketball, but because this is the first episode, I feel like, you know, companies like that. So I don't know if you really know or if you keep up with, like, the drama or whatever, but a lot of players hate 2K21. Um, my friends, 
where big two gay guys, that's like the main game that they play. Um, they hated, they hate 2K21. In fact, they went back to 2K20 because it's so bad. And, and that's because, and I try to tell my friends this, and like I know just them, if they just do this, it's not going to work. Um, but with like that, 2K and Madden, especially Madden 2, because Madden, my, uh, I, I have Madden because I share play with a friend, and like you could barely play the game. Like it, it crashes, you know, the new yard thing. It always like, you if you lose, you'd always like get this black screen and you'd have to re like reload into the game. It's that's such a pain. And it's is, just, like, is this is this for the PS5 in particular? It, no, no, no. It's for the PS4 and the PS5. So okay. obviously, I understand to an extent that okay, well, they they made it for both gens. Maybe that's why. Whatever. I I just don't think that's an excuse. You could tell when it comes to Madden at 2K. They put they are so lazy when it comes to their content and their sport games that <clears throat> because people would just buy them anyway. So what's the point of having to try? Because they have a monopoly over these games. So mm -hmm. they have no other companies really making um another, you know, basketball game really or another. Isn't it isn't it like EA Sports? Isn't that the company that creates these? It's games? published it's by no, not 2K. 2K is not. Oh, I don't think anyway. What do I know? Anyway, I just wanted to put <laughs> that out there because I, uh, th those things like just make me so mad. I hate when companies like get money when they don't deserve it. When they're yeah, other it's like a it's have... like a copy and paste. Like they just yeah, exactly rehashing the same game. They don't try hard. They like, try hard to fix it. Um, yeah. At all. Anyway, um, I want to move on. I want to kind of start going towards the end of this. But next episode, I'm gonna wanna I wanna bring to a topic of the biggest issues with video games these days. I'm I'm kind of interested to see if people agree with me. So that's definitely gonna be next week's um thing, so I could spend a little bit more time on it because I'm not really sure where we are at time. So let's move on to the last segment, which is super the superhero section. Yeah. Um, <laughs> First of all, I want to start off with props to Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Yes, it's Zack Snyder, yep. He is the man. He, like, oh, I don't know what Warner Bros. is doing. It's like, let him run the DCEU or whatever they call it. Like, yeah. it could be so good. And now it's, <laughs> now it's um trending, like, restore to Snyderverse or whatever. It's like people want more. It's like if you can make money off of this, why would you stop it? And the movie was so good. I, I personally really enjoyed that four-hour movie. Was it long? And did I watch it in, in, you know, different sections throughout the day or days or two? Yes, but it was still really good. Interesting. I actually, I am only like halfway through the movie because I. It's so long, and I like I'm a college student. So I'm constantly having things to do. So I'm only able to watch it in like hour long segments. And uh, I don't even remember what part I'm at, but I, I am really enjoying it. Like I, like I liked actually, it's an unpopular opinion, but I liked the original, but honestly I liked it without realizing how good it could actually be. And then watching the Snyder cut, I was like, okay, this is a million times better than the original because there's so much background they added in that you didn't know was necessary. And 
it it's, that's it's amazing exactly that's like the the biggest issue with um that that was the biggest issue with dc in the first place they were trying to play catch up i say this all the time like you know before justice league even happened or even before batman versus superman even happened um bat bat uh, a batman movie should have been, happened um a uh, and a cyborg movie, a Flash movie, all these like characters should have had their own movie first. Not trying to introduce them in, um, in like five minutes at the beginning of the original Justice yeah. League. I think that's where like it really went wrong. Um, yeah. I'm also a big superhero Superman hater. I hate Superman. I always will. Um, <laughs> and you know the reason for that is find out on another episode because I'm oh my god, listen. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was Suicide Squad. That movie looks so good. And obviously we could thank James Gunn for that. Yeah, James Gunn is a good director. (laughs) That, that, like, I don't know. I really got some MCU kind of Guardians of the Galaxy vibes, which is obvious because of James Gunn, but it really feels like that movie could be good. My only thing is, where is, like, what what is that? I, I don't think it's a sequel, but, like, where is this, where is the DCU going now? I don't really think they have a clear path, and I think that's, like, the real issue. Or it doesn't feel like it doesn't have a path. And I feel like, yeah. path, you know, like, I don't know. I don't feel like, like, where are they going with it? I know supposedly the, the Flash movie is going to reset it all, which is Flashpoint. But I don't know. I just uh, I could talk about this for hours of how dumb I think Warner Brothers are for like messing up this. Yeah, I mean they have the opportunity to make something amazing with it because these are great characters with great backstories and whatnot through the comics and um it (laughs) i remember watching the deadpool movie like it's like darker than the dc universe or whatever he made like a comment i don't know if you remember that in one of the deadpool movies where deadpool said that (laughs) and i don't know i i haven't actually like read any of the dc comics but i find myself more submerged in dc um shows uh, rather than the Marvel shows. I don't know. I feel like they do... Talking about TV? Yeah, like TV shows. I was, I was the same way until they started releasing um, shows on Disney+. Plus. I think now... Uh, yeah, they definitely, I, definitely I, up to the game doing I that. Think, I think for a while, you know, Marvel was really good at movies, but DC had animated movies, which is still do. The animated movies are really good. Um, then they had the TV shows, which were much better for the most part than, you know, like the Marvel shows, and unless you're counting like Daredevil or season one and season three. But um, I think now Marvel is beating them at um, at TV shows, and I think a part of that is because their TV shows connect to the bigger universe. Of yeah. the MCU, where, which I'm not saying the CW show. Ah, uh, actually, CW shows they tend to get pretty bad at points. Not gonna lie, and I yeah, love the watching C- 
Yeah, the CW shows, they're like iffy, but then DC started making shows like Stargirl um, and Titans. And Titans is kind of iffy. I, I mean, Titans is iffy. I like the costume design and like everything like that they do with that. It's just the story of it's not that great. But um, Stargirl, uh, everything about the show Stargirl was amazing. And I'm actually really excited for season two of that show. But I actually don't know much really, Oh, well, it's on it's on HBO Max, but um, it's like I feel like the DCEU is stepping up their game when it comes to shows like they added a season three to Young Justice. Uh, Young Justice was an amazing show when it ran on Cartoon Network and season three, honestly, is really good, too. But uh, Young Justice is very good. Yeah. But the Marvel, the Marvel shows, they don't really feel like shows to me it just feels like a really prolonged movie in segments you know well i mean i think that's yeah that was the goal uh i guess that's like the goal like um winter soldier and falcon like it could have been a movie but it works better as a tv show because now we get six hours instead of two and a half and it it just yeah it, it works better for some i I guess I could see where you're going, but I don't know. I feel like, and also you got to keep in mind, like Marvel can't just release so many movies, but it yeah. adds these characters, and we got a new like we got a new black superhero out of WandaVision. They introduced um, that makes me look so bad that I forgot his name. Damn it! What's her name? You remember? You know who I'm talking about? On WandaVision. Yes, it starts with an M. I'm pretty sure. Ah. Oh my god. <laughs> No, I cannot believe I forgot that. Ah. But it was it, it, it's cool what they do. Have you know, like they didn't need to have her own movie. Um they they decided like, okay, well let's introduce her here. You know, I, I just and they're setting up Young Justice so well. And Secret War with Nick Fury. That's why they did you know, that's I'm assuming It's it's Monica. Yeah, but what's a superhero name? Oh, uh, she has multiple in the, um, in the comics. She has, like, a couple different superhero names, so. Alright, well, I don't know what it it was cool. I'm excited to see what they do with her. Um, I think DCEU, the movies in general, they need to kind of give me a where are you going, like, yeah, Like, we don't know exactly where MCU is going now, but that's, like, the mystery of it. We knew where they were going for, like, so many years are the leading up to infinity war now it's over where are they gonna go next what's like who's the big bad it could be you know king the conqueror or whoever else uh the other big bad i'm forgetting his name oh man from fantastic four the the dr doom yeah dr doom there you go um Uh. it could be him like it's just so interesting like now it's just like like i don't know where where is the mcu going i want to know but that's what they're so good at but like with the dceu it's like they never really had a plan a plan um yeah see that's the thing like with the um like with the the marvel universe like we don't know where they're gonna go but we trust them completely to do a storyline right and do it like justice because uh, they already they're did. good at it. Yeah, yeah they've they, already done it. They they'll continue to do it. Um, with the DCU, we just haven't really seen them do very well. Minus, you know, Wonder Woman. And honestly, I liked Aquaman a lot. But um, oh, I hated Aquaman. I couldn't even. Watch I liked the whole it. Movie. 
I thought it was so bad. Shazam, though, really good. Yeah, Shazam was really good too. So they are upping their game, I think, a little bit. They just gotta, they, I don't know, they just gotta create a plan and of where they're going, and like, just hopefully they do reset things with the Flash movie and like whatnot, give themselves a new start or something like that, because you know, yeah, they, they de- have to desperately need something. <laughs> and last point is all I want to say is, uh, MCU gave gave us an amazing moment in theaters when we watch endgame with so many so many people like this everyone coming back to join the fight that was amazing to watch in theater for the first time same thing with captain america getting the hammer you know tony stark you know sadly dying all these things they created like like these this environment for people to cheer you know and i want that for the dceu because the DC, dc does have good stories and has good characters and on that note, I do not like the actor who plays the Flash. I think it should have just been Grant Gustin. But Ezra, Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him playing the Flash. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like Barry Allen. Um. Anyway, that's the end of the superhero section, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode, Julia. Thanks for being a great co-host. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, even though I didn't really have any other options, I'm just joking. Um, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, guys. <laughs> Let us know what you, if you actually listen to this, let us know what you thought, um, if, how to improve. Obviously, this is, this is our first time doing it. Um, so, you know, as we do more episodes, uh, yeah. And let us know, like I said, comment on our social media, on our Twitter. It'd probably just be Costco Consultants. We probably should have made it before the first episode, so I could have plugged it. Dang it. Anyway, um... Yeah, so comment on some of these topics, and we'll definitely get back to you guys. Anyway, enjoy. Everyone have a fantastic week, and see you guys next episode.